This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change with world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers Radio. And this week, we're going to be talking about finding and using your strengths. So really, one of the things that moved me out of therapy and got me much more involved in personal development work and in the coaching world and eventually doing the mentoring work that I do now is actually that I wanted to focus more on what it was that people were really good at, what excited them, what made them happy. And through this, help them create the kind of lives that they want versus focus on their problems. It's really important that we understand what our limitations are, that we're able to, you know, free ourselves up from any of the challenges that we've had in the past. However, um, very importantly that uh, it's very important that we do that concurrently with um, working on getting in touch with our strengths and then really being able to bring them forward into the world. So that's what uh, this show is uh, devoted to. And we can see a shift in this happening. This happened you know, as we started looking more and more um, at, at positive, the positive end of things that came about in um, the psychology world really when um, positive psychology launched. And that was like, hey, wait a second here. If we're paying all this attention to what doesn't work for people, how about we start paying attention to what it is that does work for people? Um, and, and what might we learn from that? What, what might happen if we pay attention to what really does work from this, um, work um, for people? And, you know, there's a lot of different stuff that kind of shows this growing trend to focus on the positive. You have, um, you know, articles that are written on the Huffington Post. You have people talking about it in on, on the Happify website and app. And this is like, what are, what, what is it that we can do on a regular basis or what can we focus on on a regular basis that really makes our life that much um, you know, that much better, that much um, happier. There's some other really great things that are out there. You know, the I think it's the Good News Network, you know, which is really about um, finding and continually having good news programs, actually good things that are happening in the world brought right into your inbox in that good news network, it's it's promoting the sense um, that really great things are happening as well as challenging things are happening. 
one of the things that happens when we're going through a difficult time, when we can still recognize the fact that, say we messed up, if we can still recognize the fact that we have all these great strengths on our side, or if there's a challenging thing happening in the world and we can recognize that there are still these wonderful things happening it allows us to keep perspective and stay on track where maybe we wouldn't have been able to before. And for myself personally, um, my experience with uh, this, you know, this topic is that I, in my life, I didn't really have the experience of having my strengths reflected to me. And because of that, it gave me a, a very kind of skewed perception of what was possible in my life. And so one of the greatest things that we can do for the people in our lives, um, whether it's our children or our friends or our partners, is to remember to look at what it is that they do really well or what are the gifts that they're bringing to the table. Because by acknowledging these for the other person, it helps them be able to see themselves and it helps them be able to appreciate themselves. You know, if you've ever had that experience where somebody points out a trait that you have or a skill that you have, it says, wow, that's really amazing. And you think to yourself like, oh, that's just kind of who I am or that's just what I do or whatever. And because you've taken it so for granted. You don't even realize that it's something that you have that maybe another person doesn't have. So when we do this for each other, we start reflecting back these strengths. Then, you know, that is a, a method of strengthening not only our relationships, but that other person in the way that they're in the world. So how is it that we learn about these strengths? So like I was talking about myself, I didn't really have my strengths reflected back to me. So what was it that got me to start to learn where my strengths were? And one of the first things I always say to people is like, what is it that you love, right? Like go with what you love. And it was almost because of the fact that I, I couldn't quite find the right groove that I went in the direction of, well, okay, if I can't figure it out, then what is it? What is it I just love to do? What is it I like to do? What inspires me? So if you're not sure where to look, start looking where the pleasure is, where the satisfaction is, where the ease is or the flow you know, start looking for the thing that even if it's difficult, you still seem to be really fixated on. You know, because that is a sign that you're really invested, that you really care. And that care then is is a sign that it's an area of potential, of potential strength. And, you know, Conversely, it's very interesting because it actually came up with one of my clients the other day um, where in her strengths or similarly to what I was talking about with myself weren't reflected back to her. In fact, what was a strength of hers was actually reflected back as a weakness. So she went around thinking that she had this 
challenge, that she had this problem that she needed to fix. Only to realize that there are a couple different things were in place. One, she needed to consider the source. Who was it that was giving that information? And um, and how is it that they were looking at things? And the other part is sometimes when we're challenged in an area or, you know, um, when it's kind of it keeps taking our focus over and over again. And sometimes we might, we might call that a problem. So when it keeps taking our attention over and over again, that we are going to develop a strength in that area because we have to practice it. Right. So say, for example, you're not very good at communication, but your life keeps bringing your attention to learning how to communicate better. Well, over time, that attention, if you act on that, if you do something about that, that's going to yield results. It's actually going to create a strength in your life. Right. So we might be able to say what it is that we love to do, but also what it is that we're really drawn to. Almost what we get fixated on helps us know something about our strengths. So if there's a repeated, a repeated message in our life, whether the message comes across in negative words or behavior or positive, it doesn't matter. When it's repeated over and over again, our attention will be drawn there. And when our attention is drawn there, if we take action, we start to develop a strength. Okay. So that's, that's kind of one way to start to look at your, you know, your strengths. Start paying attention. Where does your energy level go up? Where do you light up? Where do you get excited? When are you willing to give it that extra little bit of attention? And sometimes, like I was saying before, how we can support other people in being able to, you know, being able to start to see their own strengths. That's also true in, um, in what listening to what other people say about us. And of course, that's not listening to just, um, just criticism, right? Um, or just praise, actually. It's, a, it's it, because there's a way that what can happen is when we're getting either really positive or negative feedback, and I've spoken about this before in other shows, is that it really starts to feed kind of that persona level, the, the, the ego level of the self, which isn't our deeper sense of ourself. And, when that's fed, it, it actually it can bring us away from our strengths, our true true strengths, and it can have us acting in a way, or even developing certain perceptions of ourselves or certain ways of being that uh, aren't quite as in alignment as they could be. So we don't get as much satisfaction out of them, but. When we have good people in our lives or when we get sincere feedback from, from someone, you know, and we can feel it, you know, there's a certain feeling that you can start to pay attention to when someone has acknowledged or seen something in you. And so when, when this is seen, 
right? Like you notice it. Even if it is like, I mean, and I can just kind of go back on what I said, but regardless, really, if something is said over and over again to you, it's like, just like if you have the same experience over and over, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to wake up a little bit. It's an opportunity to become more conscious of what it is that's happening. And in this case, it's an opportunity to really recognize a strength that you might have that another person is seeing in you. And maybe they're seeing that in you by saying thank you um, for something that you did. Um, or maybe they're seeing that um, in you by, you know, just really acknowledging, say, you know, your generosity um, or your clarity or your compassion, right? Or maybe they're acknowledging a special skill that you have, right? Maybe you can really cook or build or something like that. So these strengths can exist on all all levels. Okay? So, you know, figuring out what it is that you're really drawn to, what it is that you love. And then in another way to say this is what is it that other people are really seeing and valuing in you? What are they loving in you that you might be able to learn from? There's a really wonderful um, exercise that I did um, in a program. Uh, and what it was is it was a, it was a year-long program. And in probably towards the end, um, the women got in small circles and each person kind of reflected back what they saw of the strengths in the other person. So say you were in a group with four people, that would be three people would be giving you feedback on what your strengths are and then you would then be giving that to them. And what happens there is there's there's a huge amount of stuff that happens there, actually, because not only do you have this, wow, you know, now I really see things through other people's eyes about what my strengths might be, but you also recognize um, a lot about your ability to own your strengths um, and um, also to receive, you know, to have them be seen and receive feedback about them. So all of those things are, are, are special, are, are skills that, that we learn. We learn how to do those things. And some of us were, you know, fortunate and we learned kind of in, um, you know, in our growing up years. And then sometimes we learn the opposite of some healthy habits. And then, you know, we have this opportunity to relearn them um, in our adult lives. So, um, that's what do you love and what do other, other people say about you? And, um, we're going to go to a commercial break in just a second. And then I'm going to be back to kind of talking more about how you can discover and learn to use your, um, personal strengths. So if you have any questions today, feel free to call in and um, and ask your questions. I'd be happy to speak with you. And I'll talk to you again in just a couple minutes.
Are you craving positive change in your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for your personal development. And on August 8th, she kicks off her Life Work Community Program. This powerful 10-month program will help you get connected to your true self and create meaningful changes throughout your life. Visit www.katesiner.com forward slash work dash with dash me and choose Life Work Community from the list to find out more. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. craving positive change in an area of your life dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected internationally recognized author and facilitator dr kate signer is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring dr kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you Visit www.katesigner.com. Hi, and this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about finding and using your strengths. And specifically, before the break, I was talking about um, you know, doing what you love as being one of the ways to find your strengths and also listening to what other people have to say. Um, and um, uh, the one that I'm going to talk about right now is what are you particularly good at? Okay, and I, was, I mentioned this a little bit before because sometimes – the things that we're particularly good at, we take for granted and we don't actually even recognize and that we have this special ability or skill because it's so innate. It's such a strength that we've never had to think about it. Okay. That's a different type of strength than the one that maybe we, we learn over time through being challenged or something like that. We might become really good at something because it's been challenging for us. Or we might be good at something kind of just innately. And neither one is um, really um, better than the other. But they do both provide a different type of strength. Um, and sometimes when we've had a lot of opposition or challenges, we can be more aware of the nuances of something the how to work with it. Whereas when, when we do something innately, um, sometimes we have this and sometimes it's just something that we just, we just do. Right. So, um, in looking at, um, what it is that we're particularly good at, 
I usually ask people to open the doors to all areas of their life. Because what sometimes people will do is just like, well, you know, if they struggle with this, it might be, well, I don't really have anything, you know, worthwhile that I'm really good at. And then they miss some of the things that are actually really valuable. Um, but they haven't maybe learned to see how they're valuable yet. So what you can do is, um, you know, kind of just give yourself, first of all, the free reign to be able to say, okay, here are all the things I'm good at. You know, if you're good at um, making a pie crust or you're good at, you know, hanging out with your kid in the park or whatever, if you're good at any of these things, then go ahead and take an inventory of them. And maybe you can work with another person on this because sometimes other people can have more perspective on what you're good at. Um, so, so get that bigger view. And then if you look at this list of the things that you're good at and you start hearing something like, uh, that doesn't really matter. That's not that important. Oh, you know, really who cares? Anything that's kind of discouraging or plays off these things that you're good at, then what you want to look at is your own value. So that's, that's the ability to really value ourselves and appreciate ourselves. And so that's what you want to work on so then you can appreciate the strengths that you have. It's not that you don't have strengths. You actually lack the ability to really appreciate them and, and really be able to get the benefits of them. Okay. So what are you particularly good at? is a way of, of finding your strengths. And then what do you feel great after doing? Right? So doing what we love, doing what we know, doing what we're good at leaves us feeling really good. And that feeling is a sign that we're acting on some of our strengths. Like this is what when people are like, oh, well, I want to create the relationship of my dreams or the home of my dreams or the or the business of my dreams or whatever. You know, one of the things that, you know, you've heard me say is like, where does it feel good? Because that is such a strong indicator that we're moving in the right direction and things feel good when we are better at them, when they're a strength of ours. Because we have that flow, we have that ease, we have that clarity. Whatever it is, it is simply easier because we're leaning on our strengths. So what do you feel great after doing? And notice how you might feel energized. And notice, um, you know, kind of what, small changes you can make to other things that you're doing so that you're leaning more into your strengths and that will help you really feel sustain your energized feeling. 
right? So what that is, is it's when you're doing something, say you're like, okay, I found these areas where I feel really energized when I get done. I feel really great about what it is that I'm doing, all of that kind of stuff. So when you get that, then go ahead and start to say, okay, well, what if I adjusted this other thing that I do that maybe isn't, doesn't feel as good afterwards, or I feel a little bit deflated or not as energized after, what are the ways that I might be able to change that and lean more into the things that I found out about my strengths so that I can then have that energized feeling. So what you're doing is you're not necessarily changing the activity. You might be, but you're changing the way that you approach the activity so that it helps you uh, feel better feel more in your power place. Like that's another way to say it. When we're in our strengths, we're sort of in our power place. And that's going to be a really, um, you know, that's going to be a more uh, energized and a more dynamic place to live from. So another thing that happens, uh, you know, that points out where we are, where we have strengths is what we do differently. And I was kind of mentioning this before, which is that sometimes, you know, you'll get negative feedback about something that you're doing differently than, you know, your family, than your friends, than your community, your colleagues. And you're doing this differently. And so that you get negative feedback right? But if you do this, um, if you pay attention, you might in that see something that is a real strength of yours. So even if there is something to be learned for you, and maybe people are giving you negative feedback, and you're using that, you're learning about yourself, and you're growing, chances are there's also a really positive part of your experience. Um, it meet pie positive. I mean that it is going to have, you know, it's, it is a strength. It's something that you can build on. It's something that you can work on. This comes back to that place of value again. It's really hard if you don't love yourself, if you don't value who you are, it's really hard to see what it is that, um, you know, see your strengths when other people are maybe labeling them as deficits. But start to pay attention to really what it is that you're trying to do, right? Sometimes it just takes a little bit more to figure out how to really express a particular strength of yours in order for then the world to be able to receive it. You know, that's why you want to have that connection to what is it that you're drawn to? What is it that you love? You know, because that's the other piece of information. If you have the feeling of, oh, I'm really drawn to this or I really love this and I'm doing it really differently and I'm getting negative feedback, then that makes a really good case for looking at what are the, what is in that? 
What, what are the strengths inside of that that maybe you haven't uncovered yet? So you can see that, you know, very important to being able to live from that place of strength is able to acknowledge and to see that. So we have to have a sense of how we're feeling inside, what um, situations make us feel good, right? Or what we love or are attracted to. And then we're also taking a look at, okay, now, you know, what, how can I refine this information that's coming in? Maybe I'm doing something differently. Maybe I'm getting feedback from other people, right? How can I use that productively to hone my abilities versus what we usually do if we're not feeling so great about ourselves is use that destructively. Oh yeah, I'm never going to be able to do it. Yeah, maybe I want to do that, but I'm I'm clearly not ever going to really be good at it. And that would be a way that we would maybe turn it against ourselves. Or why do I always do it, you know, differently from everybody else? You know, why can't I just do it the same as other people or figure out how to make these things work? Right? That's the kind of stuff that we'll say to ourselves, you know, when we're not acknowledging our own strengths. So it's really important that it's really important that we're able to acknowledge ourselves and see our own value. So if we look at well, why might a person not be able to see their own value? What is it that might you know, limit them or hold them back from really knowing that who they are and what they do and how they bring themselves into their life is valuable. And usually that is some pretty strong conditioning throughout the course of that person's life. You know, they've learned oftentimes at a very young age that who they were and the way that they did things were wrong. Like a really great example of this that's kind of horrific is when they used to take left-handed children and tie their arm so that they had to learn to write with their right hand. And that is a perfect image for what we end up like when um, we've been repeatedly told that kind of the truest and strongest expression of who we are, which naturally includes our strengths, is not right. Sometimes we might even become adept at writing, you know, at using that right hand. Um, but it never, there's always something missing there. There's always some kind of sadness that comes with that. And sometimes you see kids that are, they're adults at this point that have learned how to do that and they write in a very unusual way, right? And they might have a lot of tension in, in their body as they're writing that way. There's not that ease and that flow. So, 
when, when we've had those kind of experiences that shut us down or tell us really you should be right handed when you're left handed, you know, they, it, it builds up so that then we're questioning whether we have value at all when actually that's more of a, just a, um, a basic, a foundational state. You know, everybody comes with strengths and everybody comes with weaknesses and um, great abilities and small abilities and, you know, deficits and all of that kind of stuff. So when we start to accept that, that about ourselves, it's not about like, oh, I'm so great and I've got all this different stuff going on. These are all my strengths. But it's actually, it's part of the package of total acceptance of who you are. You're going to know, you know, your limitations and be able to work with your limitations, be able to overcome your limitations and also know your strengths and be able to work with your strengths and be able to own your strengths. Because that, you know, that's another piece of the puzzle. So really starting to look at your own value. And in that learning to see and learning to feel your own value just intrinsically, it'll help open your eyes to the strengths that you have. Okay, so I'm just going to recap here for a second. So we have what are you particularly good at? So just an assessment of the things that you can do well. Fry an egg, have a conversation, remember numbers, right? And then what do you feel great after doing? So what what engages you in such a way that it draws it like it draws energy through you? So you're feeling more alive after doing it. And what is it that you do differently? What is it that you can see in yourself that you do differently from other people? Because there's some really fascinating stuff in that. In order to understand what it is that your strengths are. All right. So we're going to go to a commercial break in just a minute. Um, and when we come back, um, we can um, talk about this some more, you know, sort of what it is to find your strength and then how it is that um, how it is that you can really use them more in your life. So just a couple minutes and, and we'll be back with more. Are you craving positive change in your life? 
Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for your personal development. And on August 8th, she kicks off her Life Work Community Program. This powerful 10-month program will help you get connected to your true self and create meaningful changes throughout your life. Visit www.katesigner.com forward slash work dash with dash me and choose Life Work Community from the list to find out more. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. craving positive change in an area of your life dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected internationally recognized author and facilitator dr kate signer is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring dr kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you Visit www.katesigner.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about finding and using your strengths, and what I've suggested so far is um, finding out what you love to do, asking others what they say about you, paying attention to what you're particularly good at, doing what um, you feel great after doing, taking a look at what you do differently, and um, the last one that I want to talk about today is about looking at people that you admire. And this was such a powerful, powerful exercise that I came across in my own personal development work because we so easily project out our, our strengths onto others, you know, and, and so we project our weaknesses as well. But we project our strengths onto others. And so oftentimes the people that we really admire, even to the point the people that we are jealous of or envious of, oftentimes hold keys to our own personal strengths. At very least, they're going to show us some of our longings. But when we look at people that we admire and we start to look at why we admire them, uh, we, we kind of get out of our own way a little bit because we're not so much thinking about ourselves, right? So all those value judgments don't come up as much because we're not thinking about, oh, what's really great about me or what do I do particularly well? But instead we're saying, okay, if I look out there at people that I really admire, what is it? that they're all about. 
You know, and sometimes we truly admire people because they're very different than who we are. Um, and we see that as valuable. Um, and sometimes we really admire people and they're showing us something about ourselves. Like we admire them because we value that. And if we value something, it's part of who we are. Right? You don't have someone who values generosity, who really sees it as an admirable characteristic, who is devoid of generosity themselves. They have that to some degree. You have that to some degree. So when you are looking at other people that you admire and why you admire them, and you just make a list of, of those different qualities and then take a moment to see how you can find those qualities in yourself. Right. So really, really great because it's, it's once again, it's not finding your strength. It's not uh, understanding your value. It's not any of that stuff. What it actually is, is making a list of traits that you value in other people and then to look at how you have been that before. And you're going to find an example. That's just, you know, there, there has to be an example of how you've been that. Now, when it gets down to a specific skill, when we're talking about skill-based strengths, right, and not character-based strengths, it gets a little bit different because you might really admire someone for being able to write really well or to be able to, you know, shoot baskets or roller skate. It, you know, you might be able to, you might say, wow, that's a really great skill and I don't know how to do that, right? So how am I going to find that in myself? That, this exercise doesn't work as well for that kind of thing. It might show you some things you'd like to learn to do. It might show you some things that you are just in impressed by. But it's not necessarily going to translate, you know, this person knows how to, you know, cut hair and then, okay, so how do I know how to cut hair, right? See how that might be off? But this person really knows how to cut hair. Wow, what do I really love about that? What I really love about it is that it's a skill, that it seems useful, that, um, you know, it's creative, that, um, it looks, um, involved. You know, it looks like there's, there's, um, uh, nuances to it. So, um, those are the things that then you can break it down and then you can say, okay, well, how have I then cultivated these things in my life? How have I cultivated creativity in my life? How have I cultivated um, complex, doing complex tasks? Right. When you start to break it down that way, it'll be a lot easier for you to find examples of that for yourself. 
And this is one of the things that actually trips people up when it comes to their strengths is because they think in those terms like someone who can cut hair, some some specific grouping of skills that allows someone to do something. And so then they, they might overlook what it is that they're really seeing, what the real strengths there are and how they can bring them forward in a unique and beneficial way, right? That really satisfies them. That brings them the increased energy and, and, um, you know, enjoy. And like I said, once again, it might be that you actually want to learn a specific skill. But if you're tripping yourself up that way, then, you know, start to break it down so you can see how the components of the particular skill might be things that you really you do keep in your life. And another part about this that I want to mention is, you know, which goes back to the value piece because it just walks so hand in hand with being able to acknowledge your strengths. So if you are looking out there at people that you admire and you're getting blocked because you're thinking about you know, okay, well, uh, I don't have anything. I'm not anything like these people that I admire, right? Or then there's no chance I'll be like these people that I admire. And and what it's doing is it's actually kind of making you a little bit depressed, feeling a little bit more shut down. Um, then you want to return back to the value place of really working on seeing, acknowledging, Knowing your own value. Because, because that is going to need to take place before you're going to be able to, uh, kind of see your strengths. So whenever you come up to any of these, you know, and, and, and you start to engage in being really critical with yourself, um, or anything else that makes you feel bad, um no know, know that um you're using your own kind of projected power and 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 strengths against yourself and that really what needs to happen there is that uh you need to kind of figure out how to reclaim your own value which chances are will be some work you'll want to you know cover some work um do some personal development work in order to, to get at that. Okay. So, um, the other thing to notice is just because you don't have, um, maybe you haven't developed a particular strength doesn't mean it's not, um, a latent strength of yours. So sometimes we just don't have a chance to develop a certain skill. You know, maybe we have the ability to be a really great dancer, but we haven't had the opportunity to develop that skill. Right. Maybe we have the capacity to be really generous, but we've lived in an environment that hasn't really developed our ability to express that. And so, um, you know, if you some of it is just is the exploration process. 
of being willing to, you know, try things and explore things. And, and, and then, and to see if there's something that could blossom into a strength. Right. So that's where I go back to if you're drawn to it, if you're attracted to it in the first place, chances are there's something there for you when it comes to developing your strength. That's the number one indicator of your strength is that really positive draw, that attention draw. You know, and there are other ways that you can do this, right? As far as you can start to see your strengths, so you can take, you know, quizzes. There's, um, you know, uh, Penn University has an authentic happiness page. And on that, they have a personal strengths quiz, right? And that's something like that, a tool that's designed to help you see parts of yourself, Right. That's a lot of times what I'm doing with people as they're working with me. I'm not only helping them kind of deal with the things that are holding them back, but I'm also helping them see their strengths and be able to, you know, step into them and use them more. So they use me as that reflection to be able to see more of, you know, what what's really valuable in them or reframing sometimes the things that they put aside as valuable. So the main part about kind of strengthening our strengths or using them is really we can take any part of our life, like any part of our life. And in that, we can look at how we might be able to apply our strengths to that, right? So if we have a strength of creativity or organization or, you know, honesty, how can we apply that to different areas of our life, right? If we have, you know, fine motor skills or athleticism, right? What is it that we can do to bring that into all aspects of our life? And this is where we kind of, this is where ingenuity happens. This is where people create new and great things for themselves and sometimes for other people. So because what they're doing is they're looking at a situation and they're looking at how it can be more how can it it can be a fuller experience a a um more powerful experience a stronger experience for them for other people right so what it might happen if you take your athletic ability and you integrate that into your work life what kind of things might you do or think or say? How might you uh, approach things? So it is it, that that's the way that we can start to use our strength. It's really, I mean, very straightforward. It is pay attention, take an area of your life and start to see if I were to do this my way, 
if I were to stay in my strengths as I'm doing this, what would it be like? Right? And that's, that is a very powerful place to be. Right? That's the way, that's a place where you're going to be creating your life in a really dynamic way. Right? Where it's not that you're avoiding your weaknesses. It's not that you're pretending that they're not there or anything like that. Those get to be there too. But you're building a life around where you are very strong. And you're supporting the things that you do with these strengths. And that will give you amazing results in all aspects of your life. So, you know, in finding and using our strengths, this is a big part of what it is that I do in my life work community program is I help people use their strengths to reach their goals. Because usually what people have done is they've like focused on a problem that's between them and what they want. Where the key, what actually builds the bridge is, is stepping into their strengths. Their strengths are going to help get them to their goal. So by remembering that, taking the focus off of what's not working, putting the focus on how do I do this in the best way? How do I, how would I step forward in the strongest way? People are able to really create a huge amount of transformation. So it's a really, really wonderful, powerful thing. And you can take a moment to take a look at that. And that's on um, my website, katesigner.com forward slash my dash programs. And in that, you're going to be able to see work with me. Sorry, it's not my dash programs. That's my membership site. Just go to katesigner.com and then go to work with me. And the Life Work Community Program is laid out there. Um, really great program for getting you to know how to, to use your strengths. So I'd love to talk to you about it. All right. So that's going to be it for today. Um, it was really wonderful um, being with you again today. And I look forward to uh, speaking with you again next week on uh, Real Answers. Have a great week. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 